I don't know if that was pre-prepared, but um, Merry Christmas, everybody. All right, let's try that again. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, good one. Uh, now, uh, Matt asked, uh, did you get something um, new for Christmas? Can anyone tell what, uh, what new thing I got for Christmas? Sneakers. Uh, let me show you my sneakers. Do they look too white to you? Um, when I was growing up, um, if you wore really white shoes, oh my goodness, I've turned on the UV light. Over here. Here we go. I, I can't moon, I'd love to moonwalk, but I don't know how. But gee, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? The moonwalking pastor. Um, yeah, so um, when I was growing up, you used to, you'd be embarrassed to wear shoes this white. Uh, but I've noticed that's a trend. And so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm right on trend uh, today. Could it, one person is nodding. Thank you, Jane. Uh, now, I have a gift for each one of you. Uh, a beautiful gift. Um, it is a tattoo. In fact, let me show you my tattoo. I've got a tattoo on this hand, um, but you won't be able to see that very well. So I'm going to show you on this arm my sticker, which is, which is like my tattoo. What it is, is a sticker, oh, sorry, it's a tattoo with five icons on it, and I'm going to explain them, and I, it, it's, it's actually quite beautiful. Uh, so after church, any of the kids and adults, if you like it, I think I've got enough for you adults as well, you can come get a temporary tattoo uh, and put it on your arm, and then you can remember God's greatest gift to us uh, at Christmas. So there's my offer to you. It's only temporary, um, but what it does is it reminds you of God's eternal gift to us. Uh, and it's based on uh, this one verse in the Bible. See, can we cut over to the nativity scene? I promised people that I'd bring my nativity scene this morning. Uh, and I'll just get the camera to zero in on my nativity scene. There it is. Now, what do you notice about the nativity scene? The sheep's very big, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. It may not even belong. Um, it's, it's very small. It's missing a few people. Um, and, and baby Jesus is there, but he's not glowing, Right? And even the video we showed at the start, baby Jesus, did you notice he was glowing? And almost every nativity picture you see, baby Jesus is glowing. Imagine giving birth and the baby glowing uh, during the process. Wow. Um, but that is not what happens normally. And that is not what happened when Jesus was born either. Uh, so it would have been quite the surprise for Mary. She had enough to deal with, uh, let alone a glowing baby. Uh, being born. Now, um, so at Jesus' birth, his glory was hidden. There were hints of it, you know, with the strange visitors coming. But if you just looked at that manger, you would say, here's just an ordinary, you know, poor couple and their little baby. Uh, nothing extraordinary in the look of the baby. Because his glory was hidden at that point, it will only be as Jesus lives out his life, his death and resurrection, that his glory would be on full display. And I want to take you this morning to the most beautiful, famous and profound verse in the Bible, in my opinion. 
uh, and in the opinion of many people, and it is John 3.16. Now, we're going to have a go at reading it out loud together, just one phrase at a time. So you're going to do it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. There was a, um, a guy in the United States, a little bit of a crazy guy. He, um, he was captivated by this verse during the 80s when I was growing up. And he would go to the Olympics and at the end of the 100 metre race, he'd be there holding up this sign, John 3.16. At the royal wedding, somehow he slipped in there holding up the sign, John 3.16. He just thought this was a message that the whole world needed to hear And so he would take his part by just holding up the sign and pointing people in that direction. Now, we're going to try to read that again, but I'm going to take some of the words out and put my little icons in. And so when you spot an icon, you've got to fill in the correct word. So just take a while to, you know, acclimatise yourself. Do you think you can do it? For God so the world that he, his one and only son, that whoever... In him shall not but have Okay, awesome. Now what I want to do in the next few minutes is just unpack uh, this verse with you. And I'm a bit nervous, right? We, it worked last night, but I can't guarantee it will work this morning, all right? Because I've got some very flashy visuals that, we'll, that I'll incorporate. Uh, so we've got to go over here to start with. Uh, and quite seriously, anything can go wrong. I feel sorry for Jeff, who's helping me on the visuals here. All right, let's go. All right, what's this one first? See if you can spot what we're dealing with here. Put it in my tea. Oh, oh uh, there's a switch. This is just magic. I can't find a switch. There we go, there we go, there we go. Hey! All right, here we go, here we go. Wow. All right. How about there, you reckon? Okay, I'll clamp that one off. All right, what's that one stand for? Perish. All right, can we put the ver- shall not perish? Um, so that's, a, that's the kind of the baseline of our world is that our world is perishing, right? It's kind of the confronting reality that brings so much joy at Christmas because into our perishing world comes Jesus. But everything in life perishes, doesn't it? Um, so, um, you know, I, um, I was given undies at Christmas two years ago, but for some reason last year someone forgot. And so for the last few months I've been kind of walking around like this because the elastic has perished. And when I was growing up, they'd last seven years, my undies. But now, just perishing uh, within, within two years. Uh, and so much of life is like that. If you get chocolates, you've got the use-by date. Uh, just watch out for that if someone tries to re-gift something from a few years ago. Um, technology becomes obsolete or broken uh, so quickly. Um, I got some AirPods, uh, I think maybe even last year at Christmas, and I was at Bunnings, and one of them fell out of my ear in the car park. I didn't notice. Got home... Oh, are my AirPods gone? And so I drove back to Bunnings and I found it, but it had been squished. Uh, It had been kind of ground by another car into the pavement. 
Uh, and so, uh, yeah, and, and this, is what, this is what happens. Uh, our bodies kind of get weary uh, and sick. Uh, you know, in recent times, I've been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And that's been, you know, quite something to kind of come to terms with because I used to leap like a gazelle. Uh, and now I feel a little bit more tortoise-like. So some days more gazelle-like, some days more tortoise-like. Um, but the reality is we're all perishing. Uh, and not only will we perish and die, but also there's that reality that we'll stand before the God who made us. And it kind of just hangs over us, bringing doubt and fear, how will I go when I stand before my maker and give an account? Because on that, way, on that day, I don't want to perish under his judgment. So there is the kind of backdrop to Christmas. But God wants something much better for us. So we go over here, see if you can work out what this is. No, no, it's not all yet. You just wait. Whoa. There we go. Just a flash just to get you excited. Um, all right. Oh, sorry. Eternal life. Um, so, so, what is it? But have eternal life, right? Uh, and so this is... So eternal life kind of goes on and on. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What? How long does this go... I think we're at the end there now. Oh, no, it keeps coming. Uh, and, w- and what God promises in... Oh, eternal life in reality doesn't break uh, like that. <laughs> I don't know how it stayed alive there, did it? Magic. Uh, all right, no, sorry, now let me, um, let me talk about the idea. All right, okay. What God promises is eternal life. That is life that will go on forever and ever and ever without ending Uh, without breaking, Uh, and it's not only quantity of life, but quality of life, Uh, you know, because quantity of life, if we're perishing in these bodies, doesn't work for us, but what God promises in the last pages of the Bible is no more sickness, no more grief and death, no more suffering and pain, no more injustice, He promises a world of justice and love and peace that will roll on forever. Peace with one another, peace with God. And it is just the most beautiful, beautiful picture. Uh, That's eternity. But just come back to just come back to um, the E here. Let me turn it off for a moment. Because I want you to notice. um, I don't know if Jeff can help me. Oh. Can you see the little pink light there, right at the tip? Just fade it back. Can you see that? Right at the start of the E, there's a little bit of pink. Can, you, can everyone see that? I really need you to, to be with me here. Can you see this? Okay. Now, what does that represent? Well, uh, <laughs> um, that little pink bit represents this life you are living now. These 70 years or so that God has given you before death. That's the pink bit. But what what do we do, right? We we put all our focus and energy on that little pink bit, but we lose touch that God's purpose for us is eternal life. 
life that goes on forever and ever and ever. That's God's purpose, but we, just, we get so fixated on the pink bit that you can't even notice once the light of eternity uh, is brought into the picture. Uh, there was actually uh, another uh, kind of slightly crazy guy in Sydney. Um, apparently his name was Arthur Stace, and he, uh, he was semi-homeless guy. He became captured by this verse... Uh, and God's promise of eternal life, and he started writing the word eternity in chalk on the pavements of Sydney. Has anyone, did anyone see Arthur Stace's chalk drawings? You know, so it's a few decades ago that he probably finished up, um, but you'd just be walking along the streets of Sydney, and there's this beautifully written eternity. It, it became his art form, uh, because what he wanted to do is he wanted to say to the Sydney siders, hey, stop just focusing on the pink bit and actually recognise God has a much bigger plan. God has eternity in mind. Don't invest everything in that little pink bit. And I've got to say, that's, that's a danger we have, isn't it? That we live this life like we can so often ignore God and live as if... This short life is all that there is, right? And you might be, you know, a couple of millimetres into that pink bit. You might be young. You might be a couple of millimetres from finishing the pink bit. You might be a few millimetres beyond and you think, why are you still here? You know, you, uh, <laughs> but, um, but that pink bit is not the end in God's purposes. Because of Jesus' resurrection, he's opened up the doorway to eternal life. That's God's heart for us. And that's because, come on to the uh, next element. Anyone finding this exciting? Yeah. I, I, I am, because um, it's still working, even though eternity broke. There we go. Let's see whether we can... Oh, no, not, oh, not all yet. Oh, 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 there you go. See how risky it is? Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, all right, can we get that on the video? Like, I really, these AV guys work very hard. Give it up for the AV guy. Uh, there it is. Oh, the heart rises. Um, beautiful. Uh, all right, so this is about, for God so loved the world. Uh, and I don't want you to take this for granted, right? Uh, it is kind of, God made us. And he made us in his image. So you'd expect that he loves us. And yet, what have we done? So many people ignore God or disobey God, run their lives their own way. They come to a point where they kind of dread God. Or some even hate God. But the amazing thing is, God still loves the people of this world. And it breaks God's heart when the people he made so precious in his sight turn away from him and ignore him and cut themselves off from his love. You know, a lot of people think of God as the policeman in the sky who sets the rules and whacks people over the head when they step out of line. But that is not the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible is a God who is love, who loves us so dearly 
And that, what he does in his love is he sends his son into our world. Uh, let's um, have a look at that. Pull it over here. Let's see if we can. Um, so this is God's gift, right? He, um, that he gave his one and only son. Um, so Jesus, as Sally and Matt were saying, is God's gift to us. Uh, and that's what Christmas is all about. We didn't deserve this for the way we've treated God. But in God's love, he gave us a gift all the same. Uh, and it is the gift of his son. So do you want me to open this? Um, let's see. No. Gee, what's going on? Oh, I can't actually, I don't know if you can see there, but there's nothing in there. It's empty. That's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Oh, there it is. What? All right, okay. Because, right, Jesus not only came into our world uh, and lived this perfect life, a beautiful life of obedience to God, he kind of modeled what it is to live under God's care. But then Jesus, fully aware of God's plan, submitted himself to death on the cross. Right? He didn't have to. It was, it was driven by love. Um, but what Jesus did when he, he was mocked, you know, this is God come amongst us. Mocked, ridiculed, spat on, humiliated. And then died on the cross. But the Bible tells us that he did it for us. It was kind of like our sin, our judgment from God was laid on him. And so it allows us to be forgiven. How, how good is that? I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you're aware of just how good it is to be forgiven. Or imagine having all those shameful things that you've done in life. You know, sometimes you'll be lying awake at night and that thing comes to mind and, you just go, and it hits you. And you just go, I just wish I could undo that. I just hope no one finds out about that. The amazing thing is, through Jesus, in God's sight, it's wiped clean, right? wiped clean. No, 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 nothing to give an account for. Jesus has paid it. Right? That's God's beautiful gift to us, uh, is the gift of forgiveness. And he opens up the doorway to eternal life. He says, I want you to come into my family and be my children. So what are you going to do with this gift? Um, what do you do, you know, like you, you, you spot this gift under the Christmas tree. What do you do with a gift under the Christmas tree? Does anyone sort of get a gift and then decide, I'm just going to leave it there? Anyone going to do that option? Like, why would you? Um, you'd be crazy, you know. It's not like there's conditions. Someone's just put the gift for you. Um, and as long as you trust them that they're not doing the wrong thing, you go, I'm, I'm keen to get a hold of this gift. But you know, with God's gift, I keep meeting people who say, not now. You know, God offers this gift of relationship with him and forgiveness and eternal life through Jesus. And I hear people say, I haven't really got time for God in my life right now. Maybe a bit later. Maybe a bit later. Maybe once more of that pink bit is used up and I've only got a millimetre or so to go, maybe then 
I'll have time to open God's gift. Um, but think about it. Like, if you're God, doesn't that just feel rude? Um, doesn't that kind of just continue that pattern of ignoring God? Um, and what, what makes you think that your heart is going to change when you're a millimetre away from the end? And how do you know when you're a millimetre away from the end? Uh, what I want to urge you is if you've been holding off, thinking, no, I want to live my life my way, I don't think it's going to work for you. And God has actually offered you a gift, a gift that can bring forgiveness, reconciliation with him, hope for the future. It can give you a certainty of where you stand before him. He wants you to take the gift. Another thing you could do is you could be suspicious uh, of God's gift. I wouldn't blame you. Right? I'm, sus- I'm a suspicious kind of character. I, I'm kind of, I, I, I oscillate. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm wildly gullible. Um, but sometimes I'm suspicious. And so, I, 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 you know, those AirPods that I got, I, I can't do without them. I know it's a terrible trap with technology. And so I looked online to get a secondhand pair of AirPods. And I found these new ones on Marketplace. Uh, and then I realised there's lots of scams out there, the ones that look like the real thing, but they're not the real thing, and so I investigated. These guys had only been on Facebook two weeks, you know, and so you go, oh, a bit sus. Anyway, I did my research, and I worked out a, a legit pair, you know, so, but I had to kind of do a little bit of research to get there. I reckon that's what you do. If you're suspicious of God's gift, if you go, really, it sounds too good to be true, because it does sound very good, doesn't it? The idea that my sin can be washed clean, that I can be part of his family in spite of what I've done, that I can have that hope and that certainty that I'll stand before him and he will welcome me in. Wow, that sounds too good to be true. And so you don't want to be gullible and believe it lightly, but you also don't want to dismiss it in case it is true. And I just want to say to you, if you're in the suspicious category check it out right like i did with my airpods on marketplace who cares about airpods right eternal life surely it's worth some of your time to actually go is this the real deal because it is it's utterly life-changing and for so many of us it has been life-changing what we've done is we've accepted god's gift uh, and uh, let me come over to the last little element here Turn it on. Oh, there it is. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Thomas. Uh, And the last element is believe, right? Whoever believes in him. Believing is about taking God's gift. uh, We don't have to pay for it or anything like that. It's a gift. And I believe this is a gift from God of Jesus' death on the cross in my place that will bring me forgiveness So I believe Jesus is my saviour who died for me. And I believe he's the king. And I'm going to entrust my life into his care. That's what believing is. Jesus is my saviour and he's my king. And I'm going to stop trying to run my life my way and recognise, no, I'm going to entrust it to Jesus. Trust him for forgiveness and trust him for direction and care uh, and leadership of my life going forward. So there it is. 
Uh, and I pray that this is a gift that you have received or, or even today that you will receive it. But please, if you're suspicious or if you've been putting it off opening, keep coming along. Find out more. We would, we would love to help you open this gift and, 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 and have that conviction that this is the real deal. Uh, and sing those songs with real meaning and joy. Let me um, sing, uh, sorry, say this verse with you again uh, as we finish up. And remember, kids, you can go ahead and get a tattoo, or Matt's got another offer of a, a little other thing there. Um, but, and I've got a little card that can remind you of this out there as well. So for God, sorry, let's say it together. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Let me pray for us as we finish. God, our Father, uh, we do just want to thank you for making us in your image, but we are so sorry that uh, we have become part of a world that is perishing under your judgment. Uh, We've ignored you, we've disobeyed you, and we feel the effects of living in a broken and divided world of war and hostility, self-centeredness, and we know that we're part of all of that. But Father, we want to thank you that you chased us out of your love, that you've offered us the gift of your son, forgiveness and cleansing, and opened the doorway to eternal life. Father, we pray for each one of us that we will consider your gift For those who are suspicious or uncertain, we pray that you will persuade them, that you'll give them a desire to find out more. Uh, We pray that they, they, like many of us, will discover that Jesus is the real deal, that he died for us, he rose again, he's our saviour king into eternity. Uh, And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.